three, two, one, roll the foot. Welcome back to the Strategy Sprints podcast. I'm your host, Simon Severino, and my guest today is a recovering, hard-driving leader with over 35 years of sales, marketing, educational, and entrepreneurial experience. Professor Pete successfully battled the negative effects of stress head-on and developed the lightened stress management model that will motivate you and your team to take action in only a few minutes per day. After learning the stress management techniques he facilitates, participants can better become leaders, leading their teams and, um, and to follow rather than to hide from. Welcome everybody, Professor Pete. Simon, thank you so much for having me on the show. So cool to have you here and you have brought some very nice topics. We will talk visualization, gratitude and random acts of kindness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Professor Pete, what are you currently creating? Well, so uh, I currently have in beta, I have a 30-day stress buster challenge. And uh, what that does is it is designed to teach people new habits for helping to reduce their stress. And uh, science has shown that we need at least 21 consistent days in a row that we're doing something to start forming those new habits. And so this 30-day challenge is designed to do just that by committing basically five minutes or less per day to improve your health and uh, help you better better manage challenging situations. Oh, beautiful. Where can people uh, do the challenge? I mean... Oh, they can they can reach out to me on the uh, on my website, and uh, I can uh, give them a promotion code as well for it um, to to if they want to want to participate. So uh, just at petealexander.com, they'll see it. How would you describe the stress we are in right now in this pandemic? What kind of stress is this? Oh, this is uh, I don't want to say it's unprecedented because that would uh, basically tell us that our history. You know, nothing, nothing is like this in our history. It, 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 it you know, there have been um, plagues, et cetera, that we've had to deal with. But this one, the um, interesting thing with this one is, is that it affects all aspects, uh, all industries, both good and bad. And what I recommend to all of my followers and clients and, and friends and contacts, everybody there, the, with this pandemic, we have to understand that yes, there's a lot of stress with this, but we, you know, our human nature is that whenever we're faced with a stressful situation like this pandemic, we're going to worry about all aspects of that. Yet, when you really think about it, how much of this pandemic is under your control? Not not a huge amount. So if you can, in your mind, think about this and think, okay, there's the things we can control and there's the things we can't control. And so if you can break them up into two lists, and so let's say, you know, things like the government response to the pandemic uh, is not within your control. Even a person near you wearing a mask is not under your control. So Everything there, put it in one list. What is under your control? 
you wearing a mask, you washing your hands uh, consistently, uh, you you know protecting yourself with the social distancing, whatever whatever it is that you can control, those are the things that you can affect change in. And if you then concentrate as much of your mindset on what you can control, what you can affect change, then you'll see that your stress will go way down because anytime we feel like we're in control, that we can actually do something to make a difference, then we feel more uh, more relaxed. And so that is what is so critical about something like this pandemic. Don't don't get bogged down in all the things that are beyond your control. Only focus on what is in your control and it won't feel so overwhelming. You know, I was born in Rome. So whenever I have stress, I feel um, drawn towards the, huh. the Roman philosophers. Uh -huh. and one of them was a slave. He was in today's Turkey and he was a slave. He, he then moved to Rome and uh, his name was Epictetus. And Epictetus said uh, one thing that really resonates with me. He said, three things are in your control. What you stand for, your value. Mm -hmm. and second, your judgments, which come from your values. Mm -hmm. your stuff. And then the third one, your actions. That's Absolutely. You're, you're absolutely right. So we're, our mindset is under our control and our mindset is what's going to affect our actions. And uh, you mentioned about values as well, which is so critical. Um, that's one of the core things that I always work with people on is to help them figure out what is the most important things to them truly. And so um, there's a blog post that I have on my website that uh, helps you uh, elicit your personal values in any area of your life. And it's if for any of your listeners who haven't done that, it is so, so important to do so because often the stress that we create for ourselves, most of our stress is self-induced. We do it to ourselves. Somebody else isn't doing it to us. We're doing it to ourselves because if you, let's say you have a customer or someone else that is just bothering you, well, the reason they're bothering you is because you're letting them bother you. <laughs> so that's the that's the critical thing. And often it's because we're going against what our values are, because that's what what's our true self. And if we're not being our true self, the stress is going to is going to occur. So anytime there's a major decision that you have to make, whether it's your career, your family, whatever, if you go if, if you don't know what your top three to five values are in that area of your life, how are you going to know that that's the right decision for you? Absolutely. And um, what, what also strikes me about Epictetus is that he was a slave, but he never saw himself as a victim because with this framework, which is exactly what your program is based on, it, with this framework, he always concentrated on what is in his control. And so he was, okay, what can I do now? What can I do now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then you don't, you don't fall into the trap of identifying yourself with something that's going on. Like if you identify yourself with why is this happening to me right now? Oh, well, then you are, you are doing something that is not even there. It's not even necessary. And mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Yep. 
It's it's actually if you're go if, why is this happening to me? Why is this always happening to me? That's actually closer to the victim role. It's like you're not being you're not taking action. It's like okay, so why is this happening? Let me figure out what I c- can do to uh, to fix this problem. That's that's the the proactive. How do you how do you grasp the fine line between ownership and being one hundred percent embracing the situation and owning it? uh versus victimhood mm-hmm. well anytime that you feel like you want to blame someone else that you you basically want to say oh, okay this is happening to me because you know because the government put a new tax on on us or something like that well that is a victim role when you're when you're just giving your power away so what what the way i always uh, uh define it is do you feel like you're giving your power away by saying oh this person did this to me or this organization did this to me okay you know we all have lost customers we all have lost revenue it, it, from you know different different situations but it's what do you do to learn from that To move on and get stronger and that's a proactive approach you know so you're fully embracing it when you realize okay you know let's learn from this and let's move on but if you keep on going back to oh you caused this for me or you know a family member did this or that you know negativity and you want to blame somebody else that's when you're in the victim role and that is not a healthy that's not a healthy mindset It's because it, it's it sucks you down into negativity and doesn't help you grow. This is so important in mm-hmm. this big winter. And now let's move to the strategy worth. So you can pick one person when everybody's zigging, this person is zagging. From your perspective, this person is doing the right thing. That would be Damon Pastulka. He's uh, one of my contacts that I've uh, had for uh, almost a year. Uh, and he is he and his partner, uh, Andrew, are amazing with all the content that they're creating for business owners that, you know, multiple times per week, they are are going live and talking about different um, uh, strategies, et cetera, that they that business owners can learn. And he's making a difference. So that's who I would uh, uh, give the the award to. Beautiful. So let's unpack your three topics and uh, tell us about your CEO tips. Sure, sure. So um, go I'll go in order of the ones that uh, you mentioned earlier. So the visualization one is a great one because, you know, When we feel like our blood is starting to boil, a best practice is to just calm ourselves. And it doesn't take very long. So I can, I can walk you through this one, Simon, so that you can see how it works for yourself. So what you want to do is you close your eyes and take a deep breath. And what I'd like you to do is go to a place in your mind that you like to relax. Maybe it's the beach, maybe it's the park, maybe it's a lake, maybe it's your backyard, maybe it's the spa, whatever it is. Go there in your mind and start taking in all of your senses. What do you feel? 
Do you feel the sun on your face? Do you feel the sand or the grass under your feet? What do you smell? Do you smell the fresh air? Maybe the spa lotion? What do you hear? Do you hear the wind blowing through the trees? Maybe the water splashing on the shore? And what do you see? Do you see the blue sky? Maybe the green of the trees or the grass? Whatever that is, take it all in and then take another deep breath. And open your eyes. Mm. How, do you, how do you feel? Oh, beautiful. I'm smiling. I was at the beach. Beautiful. Oh, there you go. And so it's, and we just did that right here live in one minute. And basically, anytime that you start feeling that stress going up and you feel like, oh gosh, what can I do? You know, there's many different things you can do, but this is a great one because you don't even have to move. You can just sit back in the chair for one minute and be able to do that. That's perfect. And I saw a study from Japan that says six, six deep breaths can change your state. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you noticed, you probably weren't paying attention to it. So I, I have you start with a deep breath and I have you end with a deep breath. But chances are you were breathing nice and slow as I was taking you through that visualization. And that's all because you're going to a place that you like to relax. And if you feel like you're relaxing, your breathing is going to be slower and deeper. Beautiful. So it's a combination visualization, deep breathing exercise. Nice. So everybody, whenever you feel stressed, before you lose it, <laughs> this is something you can get in control again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you know what? If you lose your control, what happens? We've all done it. Something, we say something that as soon as it comes out of our mouth, we regret it. And you know what? Once it's out, you, you, you can apologize, but it's out. I have, I have practiced observing when it comes up so that, yeah. I, can, that I can see it soon and, and before it overwhelms me. And so I've tried to pay attention to the bodily signals. And it is, to me, it's, it, it's, it's anger. When I, get, when I get angry at something or somebody, usually it's somebody, Mm -hmm. and, um, and but I see an arousal of of a, a, a very warm, beautiful feeling. I feel strong, and I feel like soon I'm going to to spit fire like a dragon, like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it feels it feels very well, very positive. So now I have the and only the ramifications afterward. I I will feel bad for somebody. And, uh, and have guilt feelings. But in that moment, it feels actually like a high energy, um, a very positive thing, um, very powerful. Mm -hmm. So I now, when I see this combination of powerful and warm in my chest, I, I say, attention, attention. And uh, I, I start breathing. Oh, interesting. That's a good way to do it. You know, it's interesting too, when uh, another activity that I've I've done in the past is if I really, you know, I need to get that you know, major energy out of my, my system. Uh, if I can go outside and go for a quick walk, that helps. Or what if I can't, and I'm, let's say, at home, 
you go grab a pillow and just scream into it at the top of your lungs. And if you do that, you scream into at the top of your lungs, you get that energy out of you. And that's so it's, there's so many different things you can do and it doesn't take very long to do them because you don't want to keep that inside of you. Cause that's where the thing is, is if it, if it, that energy wants to get out. And so if you keep it inside of you, that's where the, 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 the problems can occur over the long term. I have observed dogs. When dogs have stress, the first thing they do is they mm-hmm. pull it out. Mm-hmm. So they take, they put it out of their system, and a couple seconds later, they are centered again. Yes, yes, and it, you know our, our pets, our pets are aligned. They're not. You know, they're not mentally stressed like we are, you know, constantly. So, you know, if you ever want, if, if you have a pet and you want to look at what, <laughs> how you should be acting, look at, uh, you know, pay attention to your, to your pet like you're mentioning with the dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And because we don't have a dog, I, my gurus are my kids. So I, I observe my kids and learn from them. Mm-hmm. They are sad in a second or they, they hit themselves and they, they're hurt. So two seconds of crying, third second, they are in the here and now again and say, okay, where's the Lego? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's where's the Lego is like, it's, it's going to be, it's somewhere where dad's going to step on it with his bare foot. <laughs> Cause that's what happened with my kids. <laughs> that happens a lot also. Yeah. And now one word from our sponsors. Hey, if you like the tools, go grab them for free at strategysprints.com slash tools. That was visualization. How do we proceed from there? Well, so the next one is gratitude. And this one, you know, <clears throat> when we, we, we have a mindset of gratitude, it's a positive mindset. And Often what happens is is that we get so wrapped up in what's going on in our lives and we're trying to make our businesses grow and and we're trying to get the bigger houses and we're trying to get the fancier cars and biggest bank accounts, whatever it happens to be, we lose sight of the little things that really are important. And so if you get a mindset of gratitude where you are thankful for things that happen to you during the day you end up sending out that positive energy to the universe and the universe then will send positive energy back to you. It's, it's basically the law of attraction. If you are sending out positive energy, you will attract back positive energy. And if you are sending out negative energy, you will attract back negative energy because it's basically uh, the law of attraction. And so, for example, uh, my wife and I, we have a gratitude exercise that we do every night right before bed. And I ask her, what are you grateful for today? And she asks me, what am I grateful for today? And I always start with, I'm grateful for my health. And it's because all else is secondary. And the fact is, if you think about it, without our health, what, you know, let's say, if you think about the last time that you were really sick, Did you feel like doing anything other than lying in bed? Probably not. And if you have no energy and you're just lying in bed, you're no good to your business. You're no good to your kids. You're no good to your spouse. You're no good to anybody. 
And so health is so, so important. So I am always grateful for my health because I, I experienced losing it and I know what that, what, what that is like. So things like, oh, I'm grateful that I had the opportunity tonight. Tonight will be a, uh, one, this show will be one of my gratitude. I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to talk to Simon. You know, that's, it's, it's the small things. And if you get into the habit of being grateful for those things. So let's say, um, you know, if you are need to get to an appointment and you're driving and if you're worried about getting there and you're going to be late, you know, what's going to happen? You're going to hit the red lights, guaranteed. But if you have this gratitude for, I hit the green light, thank you. You know, I appreciate that. It's sending out that positive energy. You don't stress yourself out. And what ends up happening is you start appreciating things around you. And that is what is so important. So it's, it's, it's just these simple, simple techniques that make all the difference in the world. Absolutely. And uh, everybody can do it. It costs nothing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we go to your third Mm -hmm. uh, tip, which I'm excited about three books that shaped you. Yeah, you know, there's there, it's it's interesting that that question because there's a lot of them that have, but so breaking them down into three was a little difficult. So I the three that I have, um, the Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I like this one is is because um, he talks about how to make a complete difference in your business, just do a little bit more than your competition just a little bit more. And so that is, you know, it's, it's a very simple thing. And so he talks about the different things that you can do in order to um, make a difference. And so it's, so we're not talking about dramatically changing your organization. And that's what I like because so often you talk to consultants and they come in, they say, you have to do this major, major, major changes. This is, it's no, do what you're doing, but just do it just a little bit better. And, and if you do that consistently over time, you will have a huge difference. A second one is Hal Urban's Life's Greatest Lessons. And this is specifically for, like, for example, Simon, you've got kids. I do too. What this is, is just a very good book on helping to let your kids know there's basically things if, you know, like hard work is required to get what you want. It's these simple things that so often the kids take for granted. And so I, I, you know, I use that with my, my kids and, and it's, it's a, it's a really good book. Just enjoyed reading it Has some great examples in it. And the last one follows with our gratitude, uh, exercise. So Rhonda Burns, the magic, this is the gratitude book. And what it does is she in uh, basically 28 days, so a month roughly, you do a gratitude exercise each day. And it ha- they're, they're different topics. And what happens is you get into that mindset of being grateful for stuff. And you will have a positive outcome if you do that. And that's similar to like I was talking about with the stress buster um, uh, challenge is you get into a habit. And so her book talks about getting into, you know, attitude of gratitude, which we've all heard before, but that, that's the, that was uh, life changing for me as well. Super powerful. Thank you for sharing. You bet. Your third CEO tip is 
random acts of kindness. Why? Yeah. Well, okay. So CEOs, I mean, I busy, very, very busy. But they're also at the top of the, you know, I don't want to say food chain, but they're at the top of the organization. And so everybody working underneath them wants to have some level of approval. You know, it, it's in all of us. We want to know that we're having a, uh, doing a good job or that we're appreciated. It's just human nature. And if the, the CEO as the first thing that he or she does at the beginning of the day, sends an email, a quick email, this takes literally a minute or two, quick email or a text, and just says, hey, thank you, I appreciate what you did for something. That makes a huge, huge difference to the person who is receiving it. And here's the great thing about it. When you send something of appreciation, in most cases, the person is going to reply back with a real positive. And as long as you don't expect that, because if we set the expectation that, okay, if I send this message, I expect somebody to say thank you back. Don't do that. Because if you set an expectation for it, then you're inevitably going to get disappointed by somebody. When you do get a response back from somebody, consider it the cherry on top of the ice cream sundae. Basically, you're going to get another jolt of positivity. You're going to get one jolt by sending uh, a, a message, a positive message to feel good for you, and it allows you to start your day on a positive. And then when you get a, uh, the response back, if you get the response back, it's going to be another jolt of positive energy. And it's it doesn't take much effort. And you know what, you, when I, I still have at a couple different large organizations that I worked at where I got something from the CEO and that's special. It really is. And so that's the random acts of ki kindness are, are a very inexpensive way to make a huge difference. So applicable, beautiful. Um, Professor Pete, where can people uh, get in touch with you? Sure, they can just come visit me at uh, petealexander.com and uh, happy to, to, to talk to people. Um, I've got, I've got uh, a weekly blog uh, for these different tips. There's over 100 of them already posted, and uh, I'm happy to, to, to help anybody uh, uh, if they've got any other stressful situations that they want to talk about. Who should be my next guest? You know who I would do for, for since these are uh, uh, business leaders and uh, executives, I would talk to Ira Bowman because Ira Bowman is a master at social media marketing. And um, if anyone is looking to get uh, additional exposure for their organization, he'd be a great person to uh, listen to his, some, his uh, 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 strategies because he's, 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 uh, he's killing it on, 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 on social media. Thank you so much, for Professor Pete. I am so thankful for this episode. And thank you for sharing your journey and your wisdom with us. And come back soon. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274 templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one-on-one -on -one sprint coach. We double your revenue in 90 days.